Two shape-shifting races forced to play nice beneath the terrified watch of the humans. Everyone had pulled together to help put the world back to rights after the unraveling. Leif had left the political wrangling to Zetian because she was experienced in this bullshit. Astrid Zetian had served Sven's interests on the Seattle City Council for four decades, right here in this room beneath the blithely ignorant noses of the humans. Since the unraveling, she'd stopped dyeing her hair gray. She wasn't pretending to be human anymore. None of them were. Leif didn't have Sven's slippery tongue or Zetian's slippery morals. He shouldn't be here debating his people's right to live when he could be doing real work in his laboratory. He was a scientist, not a politician, and he was a damned good one. The unraveling had unleashed a massive electromagnetic pulse from the land of the dead, which had fried the ether. The ether could no longer hold an electric charge. There were people dying in the streets, people cold and hungry without jobs, without the skills needed to live in a world without electricity, without shelter from the wraiths. Leif could help those people, but not here. He needed to get back to work inventing tools that could make a difference. Your kind put us into this situation, Jameson accused. Not my kind, not the Drakkar. Sven might have set up the fall of the gate, but a Kavati man pulled the trigger. Please stop lumping all supernatural races into the same group. You are all killers, Jameson shouted. Please. Emery Corbet, the leader of the Kabati, was elegant in a coal-black three-piece suit, silver rings in his ears. His ebony hair brushed his straight shoulders. A thin circle of violet, the tell of all Kabati shapeshifters, ringed his jet-black eyes. A vein ticked in his temple. His people were an ancient race who could shift into a totem animal, thunderbird, crow, wolf, bear, fox, and the like. Corbet's totem was the raven, and his sharp beak of a nose gave him away. He raised his hand, and a silent wave of ether licked through the room, quieting tempers, easing the rabid murmurs of the crowd. This is unproductive. We are all here to help rebuild civilization. We have the same goal. The new regent is not his brother. Thank Tiamat for that, Leif thought. But what if he was? He'd felt the darkness swirling in the empty space where his soul should have been. He could easily follow it down and get lost somewhere between despair and madness. It happened to Aldrakar eventually. But Sven had always seemed so sane. Corbet wrapped his silver-tipped cane on the banister. Since the unraveling, everything about the Kavati leader was sharper, crueler. As a scientist, Leif Oscard was building steam and coal-powered technology in its heyday. He is an invaluable resource for reviving our technological capabilities and building a new world, even if the Drakkar deserve to be exterminated. And his tone said they did. We can't afford to lose his skills. Leif granted Corbet a tight smile. After more than a century of bloodshed between their two races, he was hesitant to trust Corbet. Leif didn't want to be the regent, and he had good reason. His people still needed a wartime leader, and it would never be him. Dragons might have survived the apocalypse better than most, given their thick hides and imperviousness to fire, but how many would want to live on in this barren new world? Their treasure hoards lay beneath miles of collapsed rubble and dirt. Their once clear skies were constantly gray with thick volcanic ash. They needed someone to rally behind, a Machiavellian leader who could wield fear to keep them in line. Not Leif. Zetian finally decided to intervene, about damn time. She rose.
With her black hair undyed, she didn't look a day over twenty-five, though she'd seen the fall of Genghis Khan. Act charming and a little clueless, the elder Drakee had coached him. Humans don't trust anyone smarter than them. She should be the one standing behind the defendant's gate answering questions, not Leif. Admiral, Lord Raven, gracious members of the council. Her smile caught their attention. Gorgeous, like all dragonkind, she had the cat eyes of her Mongol father and the fair skin of her Norse mother. Few could resist her charm, even before she opened her mouth. The Drakkar bring many invaluable resources to the council. The regent, in particular, is almost finished restoring the Seattle gasworks so that we may have functioning gas to light our city. Drakkar and Kavati burned low on their stores of luminous gas. The humans had none. This was a project to aid all three races. Out of the spotlight for a moment, Leif spared a glance for the blood slave.